0: Hello and welcome to the unofficial unsanctioned women's UCI cycling show. My name is Dan, and for the very first time ever, not with me as always, is my dear friend Sarah, because for the very, 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 very first time, we're sitting in the same room looking at each other, and it's kind of weird, but to celebrate this momentous occasion... (laughs) Cheers.
1: I'm really unfeasibly nervous, so I'm sorry if I'm talking too loudly and fast and freaked out today. But yeah, we're in the same house. We're in the same room. Look, <laughs> Co- I can- coming
0: to you from sunny Bristol.
1: Look, when I do this, we get a response. We don't get a response. <laughs> <laughs> That's so unfair.
0: <laughs> I'm not your performing monkey woman. <laughs>
1: Dan is in Bristol with me, and we've been having a nice week, and I haven't killed him yet. We haven't killed, even
0: come no, close. No, um, So, yeah, you're going to have to forgive us a little bit this week, because while we've done our best to to keep um, on top of everything that's been going on in women's cycling, we've been slightly distracted, because we've been visiting all of the really good pubs and some of the really dodgy pubs in Bristol, and it um, turns out there's actually good coffee in Bristol. I can vouch for that. Um...
1: Yeah, and having a good time. But we did do cycling, and yeah, and we've got, like, this week it was so... Last week was so busy. There
0: was some crazy stuff going on. Well, not crazy, but, like, some really interesting things. One of the things that I wanted to talk to you about, because when we spoke last week, just before I came down... Uh, you were getting ready to do commentary for the Tour <laughs> of to Yorkshire.
1: I went to uh, went to sunny Surrey, felt him in Surrey, to do commentary for Eurosport for the uh, Women's Tour of Yorkshire. And yeah, it was a really interesting... It was going to be interesting anyway. And my plan for this podcast was to talk about how, we, how it went, how it felt, what it was like doing commentary, give you like a glimpse behind the curtain. But um, <laughs> it didn't quite go according to plan.
0: Now, despite <laughs> what some people might have said on Twitter mostly me, Um, (laughs) Sarah didn't actually uh, damage the plane herself, but unfortunately on the day the plane that relays the um, signal from the moto cameras to the broadcasting point uh, was having mechanical problems and couldn't get in the air, uh, which makes it difficult to broadcast pictures, (laughs) which in turn makes it hard to commentate.
1: Yeah, it was a little bit – it was funny. I mean, I don't know. How do you want to play this? Do you want to ask me questions? Should I tell you the story of my day? Yeah,
0: look, I think actually there's still a really interesting behind-the-scenes sort of glimpse to have because, you know, probably a lot of people don't really realise or know, like, what does a live sports broadcasting body do when the live sport they have scheduled is not available?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, this was weird. So, okay, so – uh, the race starts at eight thirty, and it's quite an early mm. race because we don't normally have things going on at that time. For yeah, cycling. well, because
0: for those of you who may not be aware, because it's the the women racing on the same course on the same roads as the men, um, they need to race earlier in the day than they normally would on a separate course. Yeah, so,
1: yeah, and it's it was so it's stage. It's a monumental race in a lot of respects because um, the last year we had a women's tour of Yorkshire for the first time, and it was kind of about eighty kilometres. Yeah, it was, I
0: just remember Lizzie um, had that famous. Comment I'm not a junior. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Someone asked Lizzie arm said why 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 didn't you race it? And she went, It's eighty k yeah. I'm and not then, a And then
0: this year there was a fifty grand pound sterling prize partner and the race was a hundred and thirty <laughs> odd kilometres and Lizzie turned up. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> I And mean, it was it's been a lot it's still not perfect. And and I think the weird thing about the Tour York show is it didn't even get on the UCI calendar till after yeah. fe- February. So we didn't have the biggest field in the world, but I don't I don't mind that. And it's it's on like the same weekend as the GPL LC, the festival LC Yacoms, which we'll talk mm. about later. And Gracia Olivar, which is another re- really great race that we'll talk about later too. So the thing is, is it was um, same day, same course as the men's as the men's stage two of the race. So it kind of started early so they could get that out of the way. Um, ben Atkins reminded me that it, they wanted it to start early so they could get the um, publicity caravan <laughs> <laughs> through the uh, villagers. And it's not. It was a really interesting course because this isn't the kind of Yorkshire that you saw on stage two of the stage three of the race or stage one of the race. You know, beautiful moors, gorgeous coastline, uh, Robin Hood's Bay, so stunning, Scarborough, so stunning, Moorland, beautiful things. This was going from um, Otley, just outside Leeds, and and, and then down, 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 down south to uh, just below Doncaster. And it's kind of coal mining country. It's it's kind of you know got very it's kind of your working class Yorkshire really. Mm, um, mm. Your coal well uh, former coal mines of course. Um, but it's really really full relevant of Yorkshire cycling history because right. I mean Otley has an amazing race and obviously Lizzie Armitstead's born there. Yep. Then they went past Harwood House, which is where the Grand, Grand part of the Tour de France started. Yeah. So that yep. was a beautiful thing. And they kind of went through these places. So Tickhill, for example, that has a Tickhill Grand Prix. And then Tom Simpson, the yeah, yeah. The, the famous famous British uh, male road world champion, um, famously died on Mont Ventoux. It went through Harworth, which is where he grew up. So this is all Tom Simpson mm, country. Mm. So it's very, very relevant with... with Yeah, sort of rich in history, history. yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so it was just, and, you know, I said last week, it's like the the course passed, like, within a couple of kilometres of the village where my dad was born and grew up. So So it's kind of all small roads and shaking. So you rock up at 6.30 in the morning, which, you know, is a time that I don't think Dan would be able to cope with. It happens
0: to other people.
1: (laughs) I've met Dan now. He's not a morning person.
0: Really not. Guess what time my flight out is Going. next week? Well, the flight's nine, but that means I'll have to be up at like six. So oh,
1: you'll just have to move be in bed.
0: Oh, that's literally, this is a very random aside. I had a 6am flight a couple of weeks ago for work <laughs> that someone else booked. And after I spent three days berating them, literally, um, I then just didn't go to sleep the night before that flight. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Miserable. Yeah. So 6 a.m. start, and you start off, and I was met by Matt Stevens, and I have got so I always like Matt Stevens' commentary anyway, but I, I've got so much praise for him. He's he's like the perfect person that you want to be there for your first day. Like he was just he was just lovely. He showed me the ropes. He was very very kind. He was showed me how he organises his book, mm. and that's interesting when you're looking at a professional show you how they organise their commentary. You know, their, yeah. their notes for their yeah. commentary. Uh, he's, you know, he's, he's he just all these tips and his vast amount of stationery and his things.
0: <laughs> well, I think it's also really nice, too, because it makes it very collaborative and, and inclusive. You know, from what you've told me, like, I really like him as well, because it sounds like he's done an excellent job of, of welcoming you into that space um, and making it, you know, a joint... Um, thing for you to, to collaborate on together which is really nice.
1: Yeah and he's really into the team aspect of commentating of, of making sure that you're commentating together you're not commentating against each other or competing and mm-hmm. he said, I said to him wow you've been so great thank you and he said oh well I always remember what my first day in different places has been like and so I always try to Make, if I had the chance to help someone's first day be better, then I'll try and do that. And it's just like, oh, you're so nice and lovely. <laughs> and it, I mean, he's an ex pro rider. He's he's been a police officer. He does ton, He does all this stuff on global Cycle, cycling network videos. So he's very experienced. Yeah, yeah. I felt like I felt very safe. You know, I felt like if I cock up, he'll rescue me. He, yeah, you know, he's not gonna yeah. like. He's not gonna compete with me and we just have you know you get there and you just start having fun chats almost immediately
0: yeah yeah exactly and look that's ultimately from a broadcast point of view that's what you want it to be is that you want your your hosts your commentators to sound like they're having a good time to then make the audience feel like they're also part of a a good time
1: Yeah, yeah yeah So we kind of, you know, so you have this two hours and the two hours is, is you know, they, they, they use that time to kind of do any last, you know, last-minute prep. You print yeah. off all your route maps. You print off your start lists. Yeah. You know, he's obviously done some research before. Yeah,
0: exactly, but any updates on riders who woke up sick this morning or, Yeah, check you know. out the
1: social media of riders. And there were mm. some adorable photos coming out of the Tour de Yorkshire Twitter, which, you know, look, tiny little work, work, road world champions jersey. <laughs> and there was the Otley Cycling Club Juniors had, like, they had their own hashtag, Alley Lizzie And mm. they were, like, standing there with the their little world champion jerseys looking like oh my god (laughs) like just it was gorgeous really nice and nice you know it was sunny and not least sunny in yorkshire what the hell's going on and that was nice and we're sitting there getting really excited about it and then you kind of go into this booth and um it's fine talking about this by the way i have checked it but there's this thing about don't make it too overt that we're not actually there (laughs) but i'm gonna do that anyway because i think it's you know it's like i say peep behind the curtain and you're in this little booth with the two monitors, you know, there's two screens up there to show you and it, you've got your de- your sound mixing desk and that yeah. set it up for me and showed me what to do and set up my microphone, which obviously in the course of there, I promptly fucked up because <laughs> <laughs> I kept taking my headphones off. <laughs>
0: well, oh, see, for me, that's just classic, um, you know, that's just another classic chapter in the the book of Connolly versus technology. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we sat down and we were getting ready to start okay we're, we're sitting there and you're kind of like oh i'm really nervous and i could hear my breathing in the headphones i'm like oh shit and you know matt's matt's been explaining the role of the first commentator to the co-com so your first com is the person who's going to be doing the main thing and then your, co- your co-com me is the color commentator who provides the you know the, the kind of expert knowledge if that makes any sense and uh it's sorry i've just had my coffee sherpered in by amazing vicky amazing vicky say hi <laughs> she can't say hi. Her mouth's full of chocolate brownie. No yeah, chocolate brownie. <laughs> but that was Vicky in the background, so thank you. Um, so, yeah, so we sat down and we are rating, and was there saying, ah, oh, and we we look at it and we can see the... The, the finish line thing is being taken. Yep. So like, oh, that's unusual and they're going oh yeah really. we're having a bit of a problem but we should be able to find live footage soon like okay great yeah yeah but it's okay because we've got all this like footage of sign on and stuff so we're gonna start off the race had started at quarter past and they're like yeah we haven't got the the live footage yet but we've yeah. got the rollout
0: yeah yeah so and and it's a it's a not that I'm saying it's happened to me a lot but when this happens yeah one of the first moves is to cover a little bit by Going Okay, we've got all the, the pre and rollout footage, so you can sort of do the intro to the day and all of that sort of thing over that, you know, talk about what's actually starting to happen in the race and we'll catch up with live pictures yeah. when we've got them kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and it, it is also, it's one of those things that like speaking from a, from, you know, the technical side of a broadcast point of view. Like, you know, no one sets up to fail. Like, <laughs> you expect to make things work. And so you are always sort of like, oh, okay, something's wrong, but we'll sort it out and we'll be back. And there is this kind of... It's sort of, you know how in theatre productions, they're like, you know, the show must go on and, and it'll be all right on the night and all of that sort of thing. It's kind of like that with live broadcasting as well because, like... The shit just happens around you all the time. And so you sort of just get used to, okay, well, we'll just tape it together and, you know, <laughs> use a bit of string and it'll it'll be okay. Yeah.
1: And especially because this is the important thing, is that the host broadcaster in this case, I think ASO had um had was, was being the host was being the host broadcaster and you think ASO, they've had a little bit of experience, right? They yeah. they've done this once or twice. Mm, mm.
0: Yeah, but, you know, again, with varying levels of technical ability, I guess, because they seem incapable of covering some races at all.
1: I'm stroking his shoulder because, you know...
0: I'm still angry.
1: It's Mm. all right.
0: Flesh will only go
1: away. Oh, God, I've seen his flesh will on face. That's special.
0: It's not good. (laughs) Fuck. Anyway, um, so the point is that you, you expect to be able to bring it back, and so it is kind of... Um, you you know, it's kind of disappointing to learn that um, aircraft mechanics, for example, don't have that same can-do attitude.
1: <laughs> so they sit there. And they went. They were saying, well, we'll, "Well, what we'll do is if we can't get the first, if we can't get go stretch camera, we'll go to a break straight away and give them a bit of time to mix mm. up." So we start, and Matt does the intro, and the rollout happens, and he and he introduces me, and they go, "We're we going to break now." And he's like i like, I'm so sorry, I just introduced you and you didn't get the chance to speak. <laughs> I'm like, it's all right, it's not you. And they're saying, look, we've got a problem with the plane. The mm. plane's got a problem. We look at each other. And they go, yeah, when we come back, we're going to just go to men's footage from yesterday because, you know, they've got to have to, there's something, something to show. And we're like, yeah. whoa, okay. And so we come back and we're starting talking through a little bit about who's there and what's going on. And they're showing the men's race. And it's a bit... In incongruous it's a bit disconcerting and we're like oh god ideally it would be you know ideally it would be showing the finish line or something or what could- is
0: the worst part of tv commentary in my experience is the general expectation that there'll be pictures to go along with it you know <laughs> it just it does seem rather unfair sometimes
1: <laughs> yeah so and almost immediately they're saying so we do start off the introduction and i did mention um the people who were going to be all the players yep. in my instructions. I'm quite smart here. But you know <laughs> So
0: unlike every other week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we're really gutted as well because the first the thing is is the Tour de Yorkshire under thirty six kilometres, it has two climbs that are almost straight out. Like, you know, the first climbs at quarter two and the second climbs almost immediately afterwards. Yep. Then there's various sprint points and then they have the the third I can't say the names because they've um they have to, aren't I? The Cote de Harwood.
0: Oh, no. The Cote
1: de East Rigton and the coat de uh, Connersborough Castle. And, and
0: I just- See, and this is why no one respects England as a country or that English as a language. <gasps> like, honestly, you guys, you guys. <laughs> are you kidding? When I was up in Manchester last week, you know the standard abbreviation in English English? I'm air quoting because it does not deserve a full name. It is M apostrophe C-E-R. How the fuck do you... Make that the abbreviation, the abbreviation of Manchester. Of
1: Manchester's Mank.
0: And then, no, on road signs, man, I'm talking, and, and in written language, and then your apostrophe's in the wrong place, and like, like, it's just fucked. Like, you guys need to sort your language out.
1: This is the sound of me patting down on the shoulder, which is probably going to annoy them even more.
0: It's all right, I'm drinking.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, so we, so we sit there and they're going, Look, we're going to pull you off because the plane's lost power. Oh, shit, that's a bit of a bad thing. We're going to pull you off and we're just going to go to something else. And the other problem that they had is that Eurosport, this women's race was due to finish sometime between 10 to 12 and 12.20. 12. The live motor racing that they had scheduled up was due to start at 12. <laughs> so they'd already said from the beginning that we might not be able to show even the the, the, the podium. We might yeah. just be finishing the race and getting off and, and just getting... And racing on to away. the next thing, yeah. And that's, and that's something. So they started showing men's race and, and I get people's points that they wish they were showing at least some other women's race, but they're literally doing it on the fly. And they're not getting much information through from the host broadcasters either. Mm. So they're being told it as if this is in real time. But apparently they'd known before the race started that there was oh, no really? Charge. Because not only was the plane that relayed the six, they had this catalogue of errors. So the plane, well, coincidences, I guess. The plane that relays the signal to the motorbikes and the helicopters was losing power. Yep. The backup plane had technical problems, because they always have a backup plane, and and then they couldn't fly another plane across from France, because there was an air traffic controller strike.
0: Well, what, what surprises me most about this story is that apparently there are only three planes in Europe. So, you know, I'm a little confused by the whole thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, that wasn't... I mean, and, and, and on the week, the the, ter- the week of British cycling, mm. and we ne- really needed this to be a good British women's cycling story.
0: Well, not least because, I mean, and I don't want to overly harp on the, the prize and, and the money, but, like, it's a serious amount of money. And... And it's it, a
1: very symbolic race. It it's the arm it's very there, symbolic. Lebeard, very important, not I
0: just had... for British cycling, but for women's cycling in general, because you know it, it's an opportunity to be a real showcase event. Um, so it, it is very disappointing. I mean, at the same time, yeah, like you don't want to moan unnecessarily, you know. Like like the line that I draw between this is technical difficulties with your broadcast or with your plane or what. It, like, okay, shit like that happens, and sometimes it it just there's nothing you can do about it, and you're kind of fucked. You know, it's wildly different to fleshful on.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, yeah, but yeah. you know the point I'm yeah, making yeah, because yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you've
0: literally got cameras right there. You've got your broadcast already set up. It's not that fucking hard to turn them around and turn them on. You yeah. know, it's a whole different thing. No,
1: no, I get it. And I get and it.
0: and that's my point. So I will moan bitterly for at least another year about fleshful on
1: until the next year's fleshful. Yeah, on. and
0: then I'll start again, and it'll be great.
1: <laughs> I'm so happy. But
0: <laughs> but this one, you know, like. Yeah, I'm disappointed, but I'm not going to get overly hung up on it because... And
1: and what was interesting was watching on Twitter. So we're we're right? we think it's an hour. And we're like, okay, well, we're not going to move from the booth in case it comes back. So you kind of sit in this small booth with the door props open because, you know, when the air conditioning's on, it's too cold. And when the door's shut, it's too hot. With it's not on, it's too hot.
0: Ironically, it's kind of a flashback for you because basically you're just reverting to following the race how you used to follow races all the time anyway, which is via Twitter and whatever else you can find. So we're
1: watching... on twitter because we're taking notes on it because mm. we're like wanting to say if we, if it comes back we want to say what's happened now the other thing that i think is is a is a mistake is, is we had an amazing guy called Seppike who works for um radio tour um race basically doing the race radio and he was out there taking lots of photos and giving updates you know giving occasional updates taking photos from the road but he was the only person who was giving live race updates and i was surprised that the Actual Twitter Yorkshire Twitter account, it just went silent. Wow! Like they were saying, "Oh, we've got problems and stuff," and they were retweeting Seb and they were retweeting people roadside. But anyway, for the first hour, we we're waiting, and various people from Eurosport were coming in and telling us what's going on, and we yeah. talked to Declan Quigley about it, and we were like, you know, just talking, talking it through. But after about an hour, we started comment tweeting because yeah, yeah. because the rate you know responses were coming in, and I you know I comment tweet all the time, so it's like, well, mm-hmm. I can't commentate, but I can comment tweet, yeah, and I feel like. People were very, very upset, and I. It's funny because I was just in my completely pro mode of of yeah, I'm calm. Uh, it is what it is. Kesa sera, sera, You know, I'm going to be completely calm about this because well, I'm. I was. I was. i pro. <laughs> that is,
0: is what is what stood out for me on the. You know, when you did get to commentate towards the end of the race, um, you know the the poise that that you both had and um, comfortability in in just being in that moment.
1: Um, yeah, you have to, to completely be in the moment. Mm. So watch, so we're starting common tweeting, and Matt's common tweeting, and I'm common tweeting, and people are like, oh my God, you can see us, and we can't. Oh, oh my God, you've got race radio. <laughs> and like, no, no, we don't. We're just watching on
0: Twitter. <laughs> isn't, isn't it funny, though, that like it, it's that weird thing when you are following a race on Twitter that everyone starts to think someone's got better information than they Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: yeah. and it's and, and and you know a lot of this stuff i mean because we had done a lot of research in the course so matt was matt had looked up the wind he looked at mm. the wind from directions so he knew where the wind was going to change you know we talked about the small we looked at the small roads and we yeah. knew when it was going to move because the thing about the course was it's twisty twisty small small roads with some tight corners and some technical sections through through the through some of the villages but then the final 15 kilometers or so was all long straight a road now an a road is not a big like a motorway, or a freeway, or a highway, or a, it's it's yeah, kind of but a,
0: it's just, sort of a main road. It's a main yeah, road. It's a yeah. main
1: arterial road, and it's and it's long. And the final bit was long and straight, and mm. into a headwind. So we were like looking at it going, "That's if anyone gets away, that's where they. It's going to be a that's really good chasing really... back."
0: Well, and, and it could be a really interesting moment. And, and as it turned out, I mean, I guess we get to this point. So, you know, maybe you want to talk us through what happened in the race. But I found it really interesting who was in the break then. And
1: Yeah. So for ages, there was Paul Doris Schweizer from, um, uh, from Silence Cycling uh, went out attacking solo. And we're sitting here, this is interesting, because she was like, they were just keeping her at an edge. So the race doesn't have very many big teams. It had a British cycling squad, which had... Uh, Lizzie said and Emma Pooley in it um which was amazing there's there's obviously obviously high tech with Kirsten field there was Liv Planter with uh, Fletcher Mackay and near Kirkman and there was Wiggle High Five uh with a, they're all their British their British iteration. Yeah, yeah. so Lucy Garner Anna and Christian, Amy Roberts, Danny Robert, King. King and then Miyuka Hagawara and uh Audrey Cordon as the row yep. captain and then they had the big British squads um so your your Broad Eco Boost, which is home of Nikki Juniper, who was my dark horse to win, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, Nikki's won everything in Britain except for the National Mm, Rose mm. Championships title. She's a domestic only racer, she's 36. Yeah, yeah. And she has just raced, she's won everything.
0: She was probably just waiting for it to be on TV. She (laughs) heard heard the pictures went live.
1: Well, she's a really strong rider, and then they've got lots of, they have drops cycling team, they've got podium ambition, they've got, and then they've got riders like um, WNT, so Hannah Hannah Walker's squad. And so it's a really interesting field and a really good chance for young Brits to shine but then you've got so you've got Doris Schweizer out there and Silence had her Rossella Ratto, Scandalara and they've been this is and it's nice to see them in their attacking iteration yeah, yeah. when they're running for Shelley Olds they're defensive mm, when they're mm. with she- when Shelley Olds isn't there they're attacking yeah so they're there and they go to the second sprint point and it goes second sprint point uh, Connersborough Castle and um, the climb and then it's I think roughly about 30k to go at that point um and the climb isn't that tough but it's it's you know short but steep and anyway after um after the second sprint point lizzie armistead attacked and we're sitting there watching on twitter because it's lizzie armistead and only lair kirkman from Liv planter went with her so they're (laughs) going and they get and they get
0: i mean it's one of those ones that like you know i say i'm not gonna bitch about it and i honestly mean that but at the same time like dear god i wish i could see how that happened (laughs)
1: This yes. this last thirty k was so amazing.
0: Like the whole how way- how does Lizzie of all people get to? Make a break and have only one other rider go I know, with her. Like, I how know, is that actually possible? Like,
1: yeah, you should literally be super glued onto her wheel. You should like, be like, th-
0: like every team should be literally riding around her in a pack and keeping her in the middle.
1: Yeah, yeah. And she's attacking, but I reckon it's these small sharp corners, yeah, these yeah, yeah, corners. So they're attacking. It's a trio coming in, and this whole last bit, and you're like shit. And I'm comment tweeting that they need to get as much time as mm, possible. Mm. Ahead in this, in these little tight corner bits, yeah, yeah. Because once they hit, the, once they hit
0: that headwind, it's hell trying yeah,
1: to hold on. Yeah. So, so we're watching it, and and while well, watching it on Twitter, and at the same time, Eurosport saying, right, we think we might have a plane, we might see the last um, fifteen kilometers, and then we hit the fifteen k mark. But okay, well, that's obviously not going to happen. Yeah. Like ten k, <laughs> and we're sitting there like going, saying on, on, so we're common tweeting, and we're chatting and and chatting to people, and we're retweeting people's happy people's pictures from yeah, the sides yeah. because there are some amazing decorations decorated villages and things and we're like sitting there like making notes and thinking when like literally we could come on at any time we could come on at any time and you know you kind of and i've taken my headphones on and off so many times because you have to keep the thing is is you're hearing the 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 I want to say the bridge, but it's not the bridge. What do you call it, the people who are in the control room?
0: It's called the control room. Oh, we're here in the control <laughs> room
1: of people telling us that, you know, this is what's going on, are you still there, is everything all right? So mm-hmm. you kind of keep taking off your headphones and putting them on again and keeping them down with the volume turned up on that channel. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, well, we better – so, yeah, so my perfectly set-up microphone, two fingers away from my mouth, just slipped. Oops, Sarah. <laughs> So we're sitting there and we're kind of like waiting, and they're like, okay, we don't know what we're going to show. We don't know what we're going to show. Are we going to show anything? How do you go cold into just commentating a finish line? Mm, mm. And I was like, oh, it's just, I hope I'm going to be okay because, of course, at this point, I should have had like three hours worth of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Of
0: so commentary to sort of be in your groove, and you know, you, you would naturally know what you'd already told the audience and yeah, all yeah. that and sort we, of stuff. Yeah, and we'd yeah, have yeah. our
1: vibe going on, yeah, and we'd know yeah. what to do. And, and Matt was awesome. Matt is super pro. You should all follow Matt Stevens. You should follow everything he does because he is just so pro. So calming, so pro, so mm, easy. Mm. Like, like you could see people kicking off on Twitter, and and at the same time, he's just like cool, calm. Yeah. Eurosports. I have to say, some people were saying on Twitter, "Oh, you know, I can't help thinking that that Eurosport is saying it's only women's racing; it doesn't matter." Absolutely not the case. No. Everyone we talked to was just pure pro. They were yeah. out of control. You know, it's out of their control.
0: Well, that's it. When you're in a professional broadcast environment, your job is to put whatever it is that the producers and whoever else have decided is going to air. You know, yeah. the truth is that uh, this may sound cruel, but if at the absolute worst, you don't care, it means that you don't care about the particular sport. It doesn't mean that you don't care about the quality of the work you're doing. Yes,
1: yes, yes. And everyone you know. was everyone was like really like. Uh. Yeah. I mean, I think it also helped that once ITV, so people were very anti Eurosport about it on Twitter, and I mm. and I get that too if you don't know where it's coming from. Yeah. But once ITV didn't have it too, I think it was very clear that, that yeah, this yeah, was it out was a,
0: of, a problem at the source, yeah. not a problem. At and the like the I say, I
1: still feel that I still feel that there were things that could have been done better by the race. You know, by by the by the you know the social media was happening anyway from the race yeah, it's just a yeah. shame they weren't doing and, and i have sure. to be a bit careful not to say it's a shame they weren't doing what i was doing i mean all of that
0: all of that said though at the same time you've got to bear in mind that you know and we'll get on to this in a little bit too but this is still better coverage than we're getting of chong ming for example so well
1: sort of yeah anyway um so we're so they kind of come to the finish and so the first thing we see is the long camera fixed line finish line camera Kind of turned round to the edge of its, mm, um, to mm. the edge of its capabilities. Zoomed out to the edge of its capabilities, yeah, yeah. so you can see the blurry cr- yeah, yeah. crowd shot in the foreground. You know, really yeah. kind of going through <laughs> its depth of field, and then you can see these little helmets. And then you
0: see a helmet, then, over the edge. Then you see a shoulder. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and we're like, and, and luckily, luckily I could spot Liv Plantour's helmets. And then, and then, so they kind of come up, and, and what had happened was our trio had been chased, 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 course at 3K to go. We didn't know it at the time, because it wasn't reported on race radio, but apparently as soon as our leading three were caught, I think it was Danny King or Audrey Cordon yeah. that attacked, like, tried from, to get out. From Wiggle High Five. But it kind of ended up in a bunch sprint. And it's this beautiful bunch sprint. Um, they had Cucinotta from um, Ale Cipollini on the front. And you could see Veal behind her and this pack behind her. And there's this moment in the sprint where is obviously leading out for Bastianelli. Mm, mm. And Cucinotta looks over her left shoulder. And we're like not very far from the finish line at all at this yeah, point. Yeah, like, sort of about
0: 150 meters roughly.
1: But as soon as Kuchinosa looks over her left shoulder to see where the hell is Bastianelli, what yeah. the hell's going on, I can feel Veil behind me. Veil just bangs up the, the right, right side. side.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and, and so by the time by the time Cucinotti's turned her head and checked her right shoulder, um, Veil's basically alongside well, her. Yeah, and, she, and, she's
1: looked and when she looks back, and then yeah. she just she just hesitates, and you can see her hesitate too. Yeah. Because Veil goes up the right hand side. Fletcher Mackay jumps out from her Way place on to the, the wheel, left on the left yeah. to kind of and that's because of where Kuchinotta is. Yeah, yeah. I think she's not sure whether Kuchinotta's going to sprint or going to fall back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Mackay just like leaps out Gets out, out, out from left.
0: behind that before it's a yeah. problem for her. And Ghana is just glued to Vield's wheel.
1: So Ghana's just like and, and in a headwind that's mm. the best place to be, you know, no oh, wind yeah. for me because yeah, yeah. Vield's taking it all up. Like. Exactly. Um and, and Vield is Field is a tall bike rider who who can kind of inflate herself when she's in a sprint position. So yeah, she's perfect yeah. to hide behind but yeah comes into the finish I mean I, I called it I, I called it as soon as I saw she was on the start list yeah. in this finish but Beald won uh, Lucy Garner second uh, Fletcher Mackay third and uh, Alice Barnes fourth of yeah, the British, very a British cool. cycling team yeah, the yeah. Great Britain team and you know congratulations to Alice Barnes uh, well, congratulations to all of them all league. of them
0: it was a great finish honestly and not just because that was the bit we could see <laughs> <laughs> um, because the other thing that did, I, I don't want to say surprise me, but impressed me was how close Lucy Garner actually was yeah. to Vield. You know, I mean, obviously she played it very well being on her wheel, but when you actually look at the the footage, I mean, she would have been maybe a quarter wheel off.
1: Yeah. You know? And as Matt said, Vield... Put her sprint on to get past Kichenatta, like yeah. poor Kichenatta, who just—I mean, if she hadn't looked, she could possibly still have sprinted to. I don't, well, I don't know. You no, know, kills feels unstoppable, but you yeah. know, she, she couldn't but, even be on the podium there. But, but but as so so Veal puts her sprint on first, Loose Garner's just coming up sideways behind mm. her, and, and as Matt Stevens said, she was fast, was actually crossing the finish line faster. Yeah,
0: exactly. Give her another twenty-five meters, fifty meters, and it could have. You know, it could have been a very different finish.
1: So yeah, so that was that was the women's tour, as the as the women's tour of New Yorkshire, gutting, gutting. That after the last week of um, revelations and news about British cycling, and you know, it would have been nice to. I mean, this is the traditional cycle of cycling, isn't it? You have some disaster, disasters happening. You know, drugs, we mm. had everything last week. We had the the, the revelations about British cycling. Um, no, they weren't revelations the latest
0: round but the the latest round of of things i mean i think I think more than revelatory they were significant simply because produce cycling has taken some action um although as we discussed last week and I don't want to rehash it all now, obviously you know. Something is a symptom, not the disease himself. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, and
1: and yeah, and then you know, with the Yates, with Yates mm. drug busts, yeah, with, with all of this stuff, with this with the bikes being sold on on you know sold secondhand on eBay yeah, for public, yeah. public money, all that stuff, it would have been the night the normal cycle of cycling is you have some terrible revelation and then you have a race and people are talking about the race again. So yeah, yeah, it was just gutting that we didn't get that. It's, and-
0: it's like the old government PR thing—you dump all your really shitty news on Christmas Eve. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: Or when something <laughs> big's happening. Yeah for cup final day yeah, yeah let's yeah, get this yeah, story yeah. out of the way oh, the Olympics
0: are on dump it all now <laughs>
1: yeah. but yeah but it's yeah it was I mean it was a gorgeous race and and you know next year it'll be better and I mean I'm just gutted that Asda who's a brand new sponsor I think for cycling but especially for women's cycling mm. it, it's just I'm just gutted that this that it showed out this way and I, I'm gutted that this symbolically you know symbolically excellent race had so many problems, and obviously I'm gutted for myself but I didn't get yeah, to commentate so, a look, race.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to commentate part of it, so, you know, and it's a start, um, and, and you showed you had a cool head in a crisis, so, you know, that's, that's yeah. not too bad. Um, if you are a women's cycling fan in the UK, then do us a favour and uh, go buy something at Asda and then explicitly <laughs> tell them that it was because of the Tour to Yorkshire. Um, that would be nice. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, and definitely follow Matt Stevens because he's a really absolute super pro, a yeah. really good bloke. And,
0: and tell him we sent you. Just yeah, tell, you him, sent, tell, yeah. tell him
1: we sent us. I heard you were fantastic, and big thanks as well to Brian Smith, uh, who's also a US sport commentator, um, involved in the braveheart Fund, which raises money for women's cycling, because he recommended me. Cool, cool. So hopefully I'll get to commentate something in the future. I'm not saying it's my fault because poor Rochelle Gilmore was doing it for IT before. Yeah. And of course the last women's race she commentated was the run about Vlaanderen oh. where she and Yosei Bain yeah, were commentating yeah. literally to dead air because they never actually got out.
0: So Rochelle, it's, I'm so sorry for you, man. It's brutal. Um, You know, and look, again, trying to look at the glass half full, um, you know, I'm tempted to say this is because we're reaching a point in women's cycling where ambition for broadcast is is very strong and so you know we we're, we're getting more opportunities which you know inevitably does also provide more mistakes but We'll see. We'll see.
1: Yeah. Um, I really liked the post-race Wiggle video where Aegon Van Kessel was being really... It was really sweet. And it was actually <laughs> nice to see... Um, it was nice to see them kind of talk. we talked a lot well, about Wiggle's videos. You know, being- my
0: favourite part about that video... Yeah, we, we've, we've talked a lot about them being very honest. Um, but my favourite part of that video is because, obviously, because... Um, Lucy Garner came second, and so they've got a podium um, to celebrate. And obviously, coming second to Vield is like no, no video, shame at all. As they say
1: in the video, she's, she's yeah. like Vield is the absolute unstoppable on this. Yeah, you know, yeah. On, on
0: this course, on on in, in headwinds, like you know, no one would ever bet against us. Yes, so.
1: second place to Vield is is is, is yeah. as good as we could possibly get.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So my favorite, favorite, favorite bit of that video is when Egon <laughs> goes. I was a little surprised <laughs> when nobody got into. The break with Lizzie which, which you know in a in a slightly different version of that video where they hadn't made it onto the podium oh, would have been more like, I've never been more disappointed in my life.
1: <laughs> a lovely little video and it's lovely you know it's lovely to see and and it's great for lizzie because the other thing i liked is lucy saying to audrey so danny king says oh i just want to shout out to audrey cordon be yeah. an amazing road camp captain she was fantastic mm. and lucy says yeah i went to her and i said I, I i don't think i feel very well i don't think i've got good legs and she was still basically yeah still, and, right? and then
0: she still attacked for me at <laughs> yeah. three k
1: to go and the message i got took from that which wasn't said was and Audrey just said, shut the fuck up, You're, you're we're racing for you. <laughs> yeah, And yeah. so that
0: was lovely. Well, it's actually, it's one thing that I would love, actually, this is something for you to explore in one of your interviews, I think, is, um, you know, that sort of road captain responsibility of when one of your writers is having that moment of doubt, you know, part of that job is to judge, is that real? Or do I need to put them in a spot where they yeah, have yeah, a duty yeah. to the yeah, team yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway? You know, yeah. it's it's interesting stuff.
1: Yeah, so yeah, so that was that was that was um, we've got some clips. I don't, I still haven't found um, on a video clip of uh, me commentating, but thank you very much to Simon who um, might have sent me a, a um, a dodgy stream, but we <laughs> haven't found it on YouTube. If anyone sees it on YouTube, please do tell me. Um, I'm on underscore pigeons underscore so I can send it to my entire family. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> the truth is revealed. And
1: Matt Stevens is real Stevens on um, Twitter, so follow him. So yeah, the other so the reason they didn't have the big field and we won't go through these races in graphic detail so don't worry this isn't going to be a five-hour podcast people
0: uh well it will be but for hours two through five you'll join us on a separate channel
1: (laughs) yeah dan will be making lamb for vicky and
0: And swearing
1: and swearing we'll be putting him to work it'll be great oh Uh,
0: shit i probably need more beer while i cook
1: Oh, we can go to the beer shop. Uh, we'll okay, go for, for a walk after this. So, Gracia Olova. Now, I'm fascinated by this, because usually Gracia Olova, it's at the same time as Elsie Jacobs, it's a really good development race. I th- it's a 2.2 race. Um, Elsie Jacobs brings the big names, the big guns. Yep. Gracia Olova, Takes the kind of um, smaller teams and always one big pro team who stomps all over it and you know kind of comes comes to six on GC wins all but one stages. You know in the past it's been Rabobank doing that and for the past couple of years it's been Specialized-Lululemon, Velocio-Sram.
0: Yeah, well, and did you you'd expect Canyon? SRAM to take up that mantle.
1: Yeah, and they started out with, you know, doing this with, um, I mean, Alina Amianusic coming first on stage one with Elena Cecchini bringing up a small group at 16 seconds afterwards and Anna Santos-Devan um, coming third. And you're just thinking, okay, yeah, boring. Here we go. Yeah, big. four more stages uh, of stomp,
0: stomp, stomp. I
1: wish, I wish, you know, I love Canyon SRAM. They're a great team. I wish they gave some chance. And then you're looking at it in stage one and stage two is one solo by Alina Pav- Pavlokina from um the BTC um BTC uh City Ljubljana development team. They're the um I wanna say Slovenian, Slovakian, oops, yeah, embarrassing no. oh, team. Geez. Um with Anna Santesta Faro's second and Shara Gillow, uh riding for the Australian national team with uh Marie Vilman from the Scandinavian team, um headed by Catherine Assal, uh coming in coming in two two minutes and eleven afterwards. I'm like, huh, okay that's interesting. Oh well that's the one phase that Canyon won't win.
0: Yep.
1: And then they had the ITT and, and Sophie Dyke from um, Lotto, Sudan, maybe not a sorry, a top sport, I don't know, sorry, um, with Shara, was on at the same time as Shara Gillow with um, Olga Zabalinskaya back from her doping ban. In third, I'm like, okay, they've beaten, they've beaten Lisa Blanauer.
0: Yeah.
1: And a, And they're in massive time trial thing because usually I'm thinking, have they all died? Have they all got food poisoning? Which
0: which actually before we recorded was literally something Sarah asked me to look into because we couldn't off the top of our heads work out why this was happening.
1: Yeah. We're like, what's going on here? And that's a two stage day. And then stage four, stage four in the afternoon, the road race was won by Pernilla Matiasson from the Danish national squad as well. Um, I'm so happy. Pernilla won last year, the junior energy Walk tour, Mm, um, mm overall. Yep. And she's really, really strong and she was so good and she was um she was working very hard for Amelie Diedrichsen when she was a first year junior when Amelie won her second year second um road national championships junior cool. national championship so road world championships. And so it's Penilla Matterson, Anisha Bakerman's uh thirty second behind her, seconds behind her, and Murray Vilman uh, Maria Villman again, the other Danish rider at thirty-nine seconds. We're like, okay, this is fucked up. They're definitely ill. Yeah, but well, you're there's, looking there's on. That they on said but, it. And yeah. They're not saying, and they're yeah. still not saying. They're not, and that's an interesting thing. They're not saying we were sick.
0: Yeah, no one's saying anything. And and like, not that I'm saying this in a critical way, but usually a team or writers will mention because you know they're trying to keep people informed too. And if you're not well and you're not performing because you're not well, of course you just acknowledge it and you move on. You know, so it was weird because they're not saying anything. There's no information around it, but the results are just not. Yeah. yeah
1: and it's not like they're a junior squad this no. is not. I mean they've got um, they've got Elena Chakini and, and, and Lisa Bernauer and
0: maybe they don't have Lisa
1: be. maybe they don't have Lisa I mean, I'm sitting there going but even even just having even um, they've got Hanna Barnes yep, and yep. Alexis Ryan and that is part of their de- that's more of their part of their development side but, even, but so, even so, you'd even expect so,
0: them to be regularly in the top ten. Oh, definitely on the yeah, podium. Yeah, yeah. So,
1: weirdness. I still think they were sick. I mean, I know that a lot of riders have got sick at, um, at yeah, this race before. Yeah, but it's
0: just odd that you're not hearing anything yeah. about it and, and that it's affecting or looks like it's affecting the whole team.
1: Yeah, and you they know. did say in one of their race reports on their Facebook that uh, because they don't have a website, they have a
0: Facebook <laughs> Oh God! Call me someday, and I'll explain in detail why that's a really bad choice. Canyon um, So, the, round. so the
1: final you. stage, yeah. the final stage was won by Marta Teliafello of Aleccipolini. It's kind of a sprint stage with Jamila Machacova in second. I'm always like seeing a Czech rider in a Czech race. And <laughs> Jamila Machikova When we watch her in the, she's more of a trackie, and when we watch her in the points race, she's known as crazy Czech last because she's always attacking. And then Katia Ragusa in third place. And so the final GC is Olga uh, Alina Palakina BTC City Shari Shara Gillow from the Aussie National Team, Alina Amielusik in third, Olga Zabalinskaya for B-Pink in fourth, and Tatiana Antoshina from Astana um, in the fifth. And on the one hand, it's fantastic because that's what a development race should be about. Yeah, yeah. We've got new riders. We've got young riders like Pernilla Mathieson being able to win a, a, a yeah. stage at a, at a UCI race. It's exactly what it is. But what the fuck? It's weird. <laughs> um, in Luxembourg, it's the festival Elsie Jacobs, um, which had a... They, they had, they, they, they've, they've added Twitter to their repertoire and had a great Twitter so we could follow them. And they were like Ooh. posting little finish line videos and stuff. And they've got highlight videos. But the prologue was, and this is like the prologue was just like the full of prologue queens, so it's very exciting because <laughs> it, it was um, Anemiek van Vleuten won it with Voss four seconds behind her. Oh, every time Voss gets nearer to coming to a win, I get excited. I know, excited. I know.
0: Imagine how excited we're going to be in like three weeks' time when she wins her first like big race. Like... What's
1: going to be in three weeks' time? Oh my god! Um, and Ellen van Dyke five seconds behind Garforth and Catherine Ro- Garfoot from Orica and Roxana Ross- Konietzko six seconds behind. And then we said last week because even up to the, the like like when we when we podcasted last week on I guess Friday, Friday you know, yeah the website was still showing that it was this traditional course but mm. then it turned out someone from Drops to, um, one of the Varnies from Drops uh, tweeted me and said hey look the course has changed yeah for stage yeah. one
0: stage one was oh my god different.
1: oh uh, I'm not sure I can cope we changed that <laughs> changed your <laughs> you're here I'm not sure I can cope so um. Yeah, stage one um, was, I mean, and and the beautiful thing about Festival L.C. Jacobs, it could, I mean, it could be won in a really boring, not boring at all, because they're really exciting races. It could be won in a bunch sprint every day. It could be won by a single rider breaking away every day. It could be won by anything. Yeah. And stage one was pouring, 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 pouring rain. Ended up in a bunch sprint with of Lepisto from Cervelo Bigler winning with Amelie Diedrichsen from Balls um, Dolmens coming one second behind her, bringing out the bunch. And Eugenia, Be- Eugenia Bujak from BTC, who had an amazing weekend, coming third. And stage... And they've got um in some intermediate bonifications. So they have... Right. Um, so, the, so there's so, so that's going to make so a difference the, to you, yeah. GC. Yeah. So yeah. it's all for GC fun. So stage two is all to play for. And it's the big, long loop. And then it's little loops of a climbing course. Sunny. Sunny, shiny, um, happy weather. And they started off with a break of four, which I think got about four minutes. And then you ended up with Kashin Yudoma attacking Solo with a small elite group chasing her. And it had... um right and the small group was um uh Chrissy Mayerus who's the Luxembourg uh, Luxembourgish rider from Bollstolmens um you know really wants to win on her hometown uh, Elisa Longo Borghini from Wiggle High Five Anna Vada Bregan, well not chasing you <laughs> <two, laughs> a um from Rabobank uh, Claudia Lichtenberg from Lotte Sudal, Ash Moorman from um from Cervelo so big but Flavia oliveira Anna Plichter, rachel Naylon and Cat Garford Rachel Naylan and Cat Garffert both being from Oracle. yep a i s and there's and it's interesting i mean it's as much interesting for who's in that group than who's not in that group because yeah. it's um it's uh it's a uh, you know very kind of that, that there's like if you, when you don't have your voters and your your van der breggers mm. uh, so your your van Vlertens in the chase and your van dykes that's yeah. only one bowls rider mm. in the chase,
0: yeah like. It's, it's... I
1: love stage racing season for how it shakes up, you know, everything. It shakes up everything that we've been watching about the season, and just just puts everything changes. In. Yeah, yeah, and you're watching and you're looking at the so Garfoot so they're all so all of those riders, and I mean, obviously with the with it's not a it's a short prologue and a bunch sprint on the first stage so GC is still there but I think um I think my uh Neodoma had to finish by about 30 seconds or something over um I think she was like 40 seconds back or something like that over Le Pisto but she had to finish 30 seconds ahead of Garfoot uh to, to 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 get it and we're watching it on Twitter and it's so exciting and Kasia is leading solo finishes solo 46 seconds back from Garfoot who leads that group over the line. And so Kasia has won the race stage and won the race. Wow. I've got to say that every time Kasia does well in a race, I feel a little bit smug because at the beginning of the season, I wrote a um, riders uh, a Dream Team for yep. Pro Cycling Magazine and I put Kasia in it. So I had this argument with someone about, well, would you have Kasia? And I, my, my two riders were Mariana Voss just in case. <laughs> um, Lizzie said because she's Lizzie, and um, then I can't remember if I put Lisa or Ellen in as my. As, as, my as her two riders, yeah, but,
0: which is once again proof that Sarah can't count.
1: Yeah. But so. no, but. but um, and then I had one of the two. And then instead of Anna van der Breger, I put in Kasia New Adoma. Mm-hmm. And someone's like, oh no, that's terrible. You have to have Anna van der Breger. And I'm going, yeah, but I'm kind of thinking about a dream team, you know. And so far with Kasia coming second in Australia Bianchi yep. and doing so well and now winning this race, I don't think it's not her first GC because she won um, the. Bera last year, but I am a I am a little bit smug,
0: dear listener. <laughs> You'll get a reputation for being smug. Yeah. I can live with that. It's the second time you've been smug on this podcast.
1: <laughs> the second time I've admitted to being smug on this podcast, Daniel. Yeah,
0: exactly. The, the, you've admitted twice.
1: Am I smug in real life?
0: Oh, that's a terrible question. That's a leading question, not answering.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm gonna. I refer the question to my counsel, to my legal counsel. So yeah. So wow, racing and the racing hasn't stopped because the Tour of the Gila, mm, in, uh, the New Mexico. To, yeah. Tour of the Gila started yesterday. Amazing social media, and you should all follow it, especially Clara Beard, Fern Coyote on Twitter. Um, stage one was won by Mara Abbott solo with Katie Hall for UHC at two thirty one behind her and Kristen Armstrong and Sarah. I can't even read my writing Um oh, yeah Poitaban
0: the Canadian rider the Canadian yeah.
1: rider 234 behind um, great social media follow them yes um, the racing continues we go to road world to, women's world to around 7 I think um, tomorrow starts in China the tour of Chongming Island yeah
0: and as I alluded to earlier, technically, so far, Tour de Yorkshire coverage is better than Chongming Island. But then, as Sarah pointed out, maybe because we just learned today that there might possibly be some live streaming. There's some
1: live streaming for the last hour and a half of each race. Now, obviously, I completely understand that China has got Twitter issues and things like that. And, and you know, uh, Yose Bain said to me on Twitter today that, Oh well, you know it's like sometimes you have to make the choice between coverage and globalization, and I guess the UCI had gone from globalization for this. And I was like, well, it doesn't have to be either or, or because look at the races that are all around the world, like Tour of Thailand, are even uh, the, sorry, the Thai race. beginning you know, the season had 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 live TV, yeah, and um, Tour of Qatar had TV, and uh, the amazing uh, Vuelta Femenino San Luis had TV, and that's and that's not even getting into the Anglo countries like um, yeah, well, Australia,
0: and and it's not. It's not like China – I mean, China is a a part of the global community, you know, for not wanting to get into the politics of everything to do with China. But simply put, the the point being that they are more than capable of engaging via a website, race streaming, um, creating an official Twitter account that is appropriately structured for their local laws and stuff. You know, they can do everything that we would need them to do in order to make it put easier up, to follow the put race. Up a
1: sticker, put up a, yeah. If they don't even have to use Twitter, put up a race ticker. Exactly. Now, it is supposed to be live. It's on Chinese CCTV. Oh, that's a hilarious uh, acronym. Yep. Um, we, there are people putting up links to streams, which apparently open access, but whenever I've tried to click them on them, my... Mac virus card goes. Don't go there. So, I mean, your mileage may vary. If you want to, pick, just just be careful with a pirate with the pirate streams. I'm not going to be doing it because I can't now because I'm not can't take that risk.
0: Sure, and and look, this is the thing: is you know you can't say for sure what exactly the risk is, um, and and possibly it's quite benign, and you know with a bit of tech know-how you'll be able to get past it, but. Uh, the point being that, that in theory at least, there will be some live streaming available for those who are adventurous and want to try it.
1: Yeah, and it's three stages. We've normally usually had the the, the Chongming Island World Cup. There used to be two Chongming Island races: the stage race, which was a, a three stage race. Um, around Chulming Island it's like something like 80 square kilometres yeah um, pretty much or maybe it's 80 kilometres long. I don't know what it is I'm just making it up now I think it's 30 kilometres long and 80, yeah, yeah, 80 yeah, square right. kilometres in total I think that's what it is yeah. it's absolutely pancake, pancake flat um, they do have the. they do use the, the, the Yangtze River Bridge they use the tunnels under the Yangtze mm. It's big, long, straight roads in a grid system. Yeah. Um, it's not the most exciting parkour, and I have to say, I am a little bit questioning why it's in the world tour. But I guess they wanted the word "world" in the world tour. So yeah, I, I
0: can understand why it's in the world tour from the point of an international race and one that does have a history. But as you say, and and not just us. I mean, um, Chloe Hosking blogged last year about how you know she's kind of bored. Of, of the race the because cause it's the same, it's not just that it's the same course every year, it's that it's actually really flat, really like you know, th- there's nothing particularly interesting or exciting about the parkour. It's not like yeah. there's it's not like that bridge is incredibly steep or you know, that there's a switchback somewhere or that there's a really narrow, tight turn yeah, up yeah, an alley yeah. or or anything like that. The, so. t- the
1: only time it wasn't a bunch of sprints was the World Cup day race was when Tatiana Ryabchenko was had a surprise lead. Um she did yeah, well, she, so.
0: she got pointed in the right direction by the... Yeah,
1: and the, and the rest the of the race got of the the wrong of on the wrong of the road. of the road. So yeah.
0: of you know, a big concrete barrier it yeah, the middle of a road, so they a to turn of the road. So of so to was the
1: only time it Yeah, so that was the a time it of sprints. been a bunch a yeah. anyway, I'm not dissing it. There are some really other exciting live racing this weekend. We've got the the BMX round, uh, uh, second round, third round of the BMX World Cup, Supercross World Cup in Papendal. And that's available to watch. Always, always good coverage. Yeah. Super adrenaline eyes racing. And then down in South Africa, we've got the first para-cycling road world cup of the season in Pietermaritzburg. That
0: will be very cool. Very, very cool. And
1: it's we saw this last year when Pietermaritzburg put on a World Cup They have a live stream that starts at um, nine in the morning local time Mm. and finishes at six in the evening local time. And it's basically live streaming all day. Yeah. There's tons and tons of races. So Saturday is the time trial day. Sunday is the road race day. And they just go stream, 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 stream. And it's great. And they have lots of studio commentary between the races. They have people talking about the races, what it means, interviews yeah, with riders. Yeah. So if you have any time over the weekend, just hit up the live stream and just click in. And at any time, there'll be something interesting going on.
0: Absolutely. And also, don't be afraid to engage on Twitter because, you know, much like women's cycling, like any sport that is, um, I guess, less well-promoted, um, you know, than elite men's cycling, I'm looking at you, <laughs> um, the, the riders are really engaging and you get to see them being characters and, and, and stuff you'll have a great time is what I'm trying to get yeah, at yeah I've,
1: I've got a link to I've put a, I've got a Twitter list where I link all the paracycling riders I can find and they're super nice they'll answer any questions and riders who aren't there will get involved will, will kind of get get involved in it um, other races we've got on the Vuelta International Femenina Costa Rica starts today as well um, and stage one is today and we're going to have like a little subsection of, um, of, of races down, yep. down in South and Central America and also on Saturdays tomorrow we have a really interesting race the Rabobank uh, Dorpen Omloop Arlberg which is a a fantastic race always exciting, it's part of the um, festival Mariana Voss uh, of racing and Arlberg is, is, is a place that's I think I don't know if it's her home or she used to live there or she does live there now but it's it's you know it's a really exciting one. So we're not gonna see if you're wanting to follow Chongming and this is another thing, some people have been saying, saying this as a criticism, but I think it's actually a really good thing. We're not gonna see some of the really big names in Chongming because quite a lot traditionally a lot of riders haven't gone out to Chongming anyway. Marina yeah. Voss has never ridden there.
0: Well uh, I mean that's the other side of a global sport is that it's a long way to go. And, and
1: you have to be very careful about what you eat yep. because of the obviously the tainted meat issues, tainted well, supplements. And depending issue. on
0: your goals for the season, you know, like if your goals are justifiably for the big one day classics or, you know, um, the Giro, or obviously this year everyone's goal is the Olympics, you're going to get riders who both um, aren't interested in, in disrupting their training and prep for that. Yep. And then also you're going to get riders and teams who absolutely want to be there to pick up points,
1: yep. you know yeah yeah and this is a chance to kind of get the balls aren't there Rabo Live aren't there Canyon Schram aren't there um the biggest teams so, so high tech for example all right and, and Kirsten Vield won I think mm. she won it last year as well I get confused but she's not high tech are there without Vield Georgia Bronzini won it in the past Wiggle High Fiver there without Bronzini they've got again they've got that they've got they've got almost the same team um as road Yorkshire except instead yeah. of Audrey Cordon they've got Chloe Hosking and Chloe won the um world the, the stage race yeah she was in her first thing. Uh Live tour they've got Leah Kirkman to look out for. Um, then you've got teams like Soveto Futon Russia, Poitouch Industry Turoscope, Park Hotel, Hong Kong. It's always nice that the um that the Asian teams get to ride this. Yeah. Silence have got a team without any of their kind of big name riders um, out there, I think that's fair to say. Uh, China Chongming, China Cervelo Bigler have only got four riders, we think, That's lo- but look out for Lotto Pisto because she could yeah, win this, yeah, exactly. she could easily win this, yep. um, I think she's probably the biggest name sprinter there, apart from Hosking, more or less, Massimiliano Menos, um, Kirkman as well, and then Ali Cipollini have got um, Marta Tagliaferro and Cucinotto and they're definitely worth watching too, absolutely, but yeah, it's a, it's a, you know, it's, it's not a
0: it's not going to be the most surprising racing, but it will still be entertaining. And
1: I like this. Some people say no, all teams who want to ride World Tour should have to ride all races. But I say no. I mean, especially when Lizzie Arm, especially when Bowles won like the first four or five well, World es- Tour races.
0: Especially when you're growing the sport, like it, it becomes impossible. You know, and and particularly when we're talking about a a sport that struggles with funding anyway, you can't just expect every team to fly. You know, six riders and two staff halfway around the world to to race every single race. Like it's yeah. just not feasible.
1: No, and but also I like it. I love it. Like I like this weekend. Some people say, mm. why are these Rise Yorkshire against against? Um...
0: Yeah, but but, but you but get an opportunity see. for different races and different styles of racing at each location because of it. Yeah,
1: it's... and I want to see you know I want to see Lucy Garner get on the podium and realize that I can get on the podium even if I'm not in a good day and help her develop yeah, and take yeah. those steps up. You know, I want to see Doris Schweizer out there. You know, end up in a break with Liz, Liz, yeah. with with Lizzie and Leah Kirkman. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Equally, I want to see Elena Pavlikina um win a ra you know win a race and, yeah, and, and yeah. Penela Matterson do really well and I want to see Lotte Lepisto take everyone by surprise and win a stage in Gracia, you know in Austin exactly. And if every race every week was like, you know, um uh Lizzie Armitstead against Enna Johansson against um you know uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah. If, if every race was the top was, like like we had in the classic season. Yeah. It's great. It's exciting. It's wonderful. But I don't just want to see the elite elite. I want to well, see a bit of everything. It, it becomes,
0: yeah, and, and that's the thing is it becomes a little bit too predictable too because you get to know this writer's good for that type of thing, this writer's mm. good for that type of thing, and, and you know, it, it all just becomes a bit rote and definitely, definitely prefer a more varied script.
1: Yep, yep, yep. Cool. So that's the racing. There's a couple of other things I've seen. There's a really nice 14 minute little film about Jean d'Arc Girumbutu, Girumbundu uh, from the Rwandan cycling team available online, which is nice. Um, I've been doing, I've been podcasting, man. Um, I spoke to Emily Chappell and Lee Craigie about the Adventure Syndicate. Yes, yeah. Which is an amazing set of women who's basically doing what I love. And obviously, I love this, which is we don't see ourselves represented in the me- in the cycling media let's make our let's, own cycling media let's
0: go create some yes now
1: they're doing this thing the, um, the north the, the, I've forgotten the name oh my god it's like a 500 metre north coast of Scotland time trial that it's a, 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 a event thing that they're running as a time trial and they're doing it in Inverness it's the weekend that has the 14th it's oh my god I'm rubbish it's, be next, <laughs> it's next week
0: Sorry. yeah it's uh, next
1: weekend and um, basically they're starting and finishing in Inverness and if you want to join them on route if you're in Scotland or near Scotland or can get to Scotland and want to join them on route you can do you can which, ride with them
0: in my opinion means if you're in the UK you can get to
1: Scotland <laughs> yeah exactly no excuses well Dan will be in the UK so maybe Dan will no I won't be then when do you fly back i fly
0: back next Wednesday <gasps> oh
1: yeah. god oh we can't go. It's not going to be the same. Um,
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, um, the sun might stop shining. It's, Sarah's always moaned about the weather in Bristol, and literally the whole time I've been here, it's been sunny. We
1: got sunburn. We both. Dan got sunburn, and he's Australian. Uh,
0: I don't consider what I got sunburned. I got you know slightly red.
1: Yes, but um, yeah, and he's Which had is now a really nice tan, and he thinks that the coffee. And Dan's complained about English coffee since, since English I've English coffee's him.
0: horrible. Except-, Except in Bristol, there's passable coffee. So. <laughs>
1: And he like the beer, and he's like the river, and he's like stuff. So, we've looked well, yeah. Him. I
0: mean, I know England's made decent beer for a while, that's fine. Yeah. But so,
1: um, other things I was, um, I, I told you before about the Patreon podcast where they interviewed me and um, mm. a couple of weeks ago, and they just put out the full, they they do like a short podcast, yeah, version yeah, and then the full version's out, and yeah. the full person's out. So, if you're one of my Patreon supporters and want to know how much you mean to me, then listen to that.
0: Well, and also how much you mean to Patreon because you know, one thing I enjoyed about it is that they were quite intrigued. Your, Patreon is reasonably different to most of the the people who are on that platform. So, and speaking of which, if you want to assist um, in in Sarah's great efforts to bring us the best of, of all things women's cycling, then you can go to Patreon slash Women's Cycling, and uh, for a couple of quid a month. Contribute. Uh, I would particularly like to offer that invitation to everyone on Twitter who suggested that perhaps our podcast should be shorter or should not have swearing <laughs> in it or should whatever. Instead of my traditional fuck you, I would say if you were willing to contribute another, say, £600 a month to Sarah's edit, Patreon... i would do an edited version. I'd,
1: a 15-minute edited
0: version. I'd, I'd, I'd do an edited version. If you were willing to contribute, say, £2,000 a month to Sarah's Patreon, I would stop swearing. So... Yeah. Ball's in your court, Mr. Twitter guy. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, If you're in a bicycle club and – bicycle club, that sounds formal – and you're anywhere near the Aviva Women's Tour um, route route this year. Oh, yeah,
0: they're looking for volunteer partners. Yeah, Yeah. they always
1: have volunteer volunteer stewards to to help keep the race safe. And if you'd like to be part of them, what they're doing is they're offering for bike clubs – Um, promoting your bike club in return and special events and special treats and things like that which is lovely Uh, the other thing i want to offer is um if you want to go to the tour series and take part which starts um almost immediately it's it's really exciting the week after next i think um if you want to go to tour series and use their hospitality i've got a code to take off that where you can get five pounds off a hospitality package nice but if you go to our Website Pro WomenCycling dot You can find the videos from everything we talked about this week. Links to everything like that, and also um, if you know us, um, Dan is at Dan W Official on Twitter. I'm at underscore pigeons underscore, and yeah,
0: yeah, I and think that's it. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We're in not real life. Not a hundred percent sure when we'll be talking next week because, as I said, I fly back on Wednesday. I'd lose a day in travel time. Tuesday. No, I fly back on Wednesday.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, we can broadcast on Tuesday.
0: No, 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 no. No, 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 no. no. I'm just stuck in a rut of saying no now. Um, maybe Tuesday, that's but the maybe story not. Of my life. Um, and then I will be jet lagged as all fuck on Friday. So.
1: Well, we may not talk next week, but if we know, we we'll talk. But we'll a see. Week after.
0: We'll see. Maybe Tuesday.
1: Okay. Well, take care. Thank you for listening. And yeah, um, look, Dan and I didn't even hit each other once. I hope you're not that's not content.
0: true. You hit me like five times. That's so not true. You stabbed me with a fucking pen. They
1: would have heard you shriek if I hit you.
0: Just because I'm tough and you're weak.
1: <laughs> and- <laughs> thank you so much for listening. (laughs)
0: I need more beer